While Eric is here on the Fix-It Show, you'll see that he knows what he's doing. He's president of Siding Unlimited, but that's not a desk job. He's out there working with the crews, inspecting people's structure problems and fixing them. Siding Unlimited will fix yours, too. Make a note to contact Siding Unlimited after the show's over, of course. Look them up online at SidingUnlimited.com or see Siding Unlimited's unique outside-in showroom near Gerke's Corners in Brookfield. This is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests, and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee LLC. Need help around the house? Even the handiest do-it-yourselfer needs an extra hand sometimes. You fixed it during the Fix It Show on six twenty WTMJ. Thank you for joining us for hour number two, sponsored by JMB Construction and Siding Unlimited. And on with us this hour is Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited. Good morning, sir. Are you ready to go over there? Good morning. Just working on the headset right now. <laughs> so Tom, phasing with us this week because David is up in a tree stand somewhere um, looking for the big buck. Uh, but you guys go way back too, right? Yeah, Eric Brown and I have uh, worked together for 20 years, maybe? Something, I, something like that. Wow. Yeah, he, was a young, he was a kid. It was, bef- it was before you had kids, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, long yeah. before you had kids. Yeah, yeah. we've, shoot, I, I, gosh, I think we've been on the radio station for that long for sure. Definitely before I had kids. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, long time. And then, yeah. uh, and then you walked out on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got divorced. Yeah, right, right, right. It's all, oh. you know, divorce is always toughest on the audience, right? <laughs> That's what they say. No, no, Tom retired, which was fantastic, and uh, kind of kept that moment uh, a little bit quiet. And I remember walking into the show that day, and we're like, yeah, this is going to be Tom's retirement. <laughs> last, oh, yeah. Last time on the show. You this is a couple of years ago. And, uh, and then it was uh, it, it was it was pretty cool. I, I remember it. It was at the other station, and uh, and, it, and it was uh, it was definitely uh, 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 an interesting moment, a uh, great moment. Um, but really, uh, a, a tribute to you and a congratulations to you. And hopefully that you're enjoying it, but you're you're not far enough where we can't reel you back in once in a while. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was all good, and retirement day was good. And uh, Eric was on. That's right. And uh, it was a little. Touching that day after mm-hmm. thirty some years of doing radio stuff, so it was good. But Eric and I have go we go back to solving problems together too. Uh, I would run into a problem and call Eric and say, "You know, there's water getting in over here around this chimney, and what's the what do you think? What do you need to do?" And we used to trade trade that. I'd come out on one of your job sites once yeah. in a while where there was a problem. Well, there's always you know, I mean. <laughs> You know, my, my, my beef is with architects, <laughs> to be honest with you, because <laughs> we try to fix everything that they try to build. And, uh, and everything that we do has another, has at least maybe 10, 15, 20, 50, 80 years of, you know, of, of weathering. So you see the issues, but the, not every house is built the same. So you're like, all right, well, we have to, we have to follow this. All right, everything looks good where maybe a leak is happening or where, where, we, where we're seeing it come out the bottom that everything looks good, but how is it getting in? And, and then it's, all right, I can't see it. I better go to Tom to get another professional set of eyes on it. And, uh, and I don't think there's anything that stumped us. I think if, uh, if it stumped one of us, we, got, we put our heads together we and we figured it out. It, yeah. And what's happened over the years is houses used to be real simple. If you think yes. about the typical house in West Dallas, a ranch house with a, a little simple roof, no crazy roof lines. 
No one builds houses like that anymore. Everything, no. the roof lines are just crazy, and the angles, and the dormers, and and uh, it's all options for leaks. When when I saw two foot overhangs going away, the the soffit being two two feet. Yeah. When I saw that going away, you know, builders trying to cut costs, or or and some of it, these houses got bigger, and that and that became the eyesore. They wanted, you know, smaller gable, smaller overhangs, smaller soffits. You know, just so it would wouldn't take away from the architecture. I thought that's going to be the problem. You know, because that provided a lot of shelter in those houses that were built. You know, forty plus years ago. Hundred percent right. The overhangs have changed. It makes a huge difference. I worked on a log home consulting job, and they had put these little twelve inch overhangs on this log home, so <laughs> the siding was constantly getting beat. With water, where the old log homes had two and three foot overhangs. Yeah. And those logs never saw any water. And it makes a tremendous difference. So right. it means you're, when you do an installation jobs, when you guys put in windows or siding, it's totally different. It's exposed to the weather more. So you got to be especially careful about weather barriers and flashings. Yep. Absolutely. So it's, but, uh, but we do. We're, we're concerned about it and, and it and it keeps us busy and it keeps us guessing and, and all, all of that stuff. So it's, but, uh, but yeah, the evolution of the house has been, it's, 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 the changes have been for real. Yep. Siding Unlimited on with us this hour. So get your calls in. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talking text line. Eric, you mentioned that, um, you know, leaking and water, that's what we battle all the time, yep. right? And snow melting eventually here. We'll get into that phase. But oftentimes you said today in one of our, or this week in one of our meetings, your window probably isn't leaking. Something else is leaking. It's stopping at the window, and that's where it's able to come over the top of the window. I want to talk windows when we come back yep. because that's a very important fact that people need to know, especially going into winter here as things start melting. Right. It is the Fix It Show, 855-616-1620. Thanks for listening to WTMJ. Making sure your honey-do list doesn't turn into a honey-what-did-you-do list. It's the Fix-It Show on 620 WTMJ. Indeed it is. Sunny, breezy, high of 55 today. Not too bad. Dayton Kane here with Tom Faza, the OG Mr. Fix-It in for David Nason. As David is hunting and trying to get that that deer, that elusive deer. Uh, did he get one last year? I don't remember. I think he did. Uh, Eric Brown in studio with us as well from Siding Unlimited and Outdoor Living Unlimited. You yeah. guys have two different companies going on there, which is great. We can pretty much do anything on the outside of the house. Yeah, outside of the of the house. And then uh, what I always say, Siding Unlimited handles siding windows, roofing, and the doors. And so when you Siding Unlimited will replace the patio door, and then when you walk out on the out onto something outside the patio door. Outdoor Living Unlimited can create that, whether it's an outdoor kitchen, a deck, you know, a pergola or a screen room structure, whatever, um, you know, in-ground pool. That that's uh, We've had a few of those this year that absolutely came out fantastic. So, yeah, everything on the outside of the property almost, but I don't, we don't plant things. <laughs> you don't plant things. <laughs> no, I'm not a green thumb. I know that much. <laughs> uh, so going into the break, we talked about leaking and water issues and, and windows. Often yeah. when somebody sees a leak in their window, it's not the actual window leaking. Sometimes it is, yeah. but oftentimes it's not. Well, there's more tr- more to it than just guessing, I need new windows. And and now there's other reasons to need new windows. I mean, they could be rotting, they could be leaking uh, air, leaking, and they could be leaking water. They could be just ready to go, you know, and some, some builder-grade windows that might be even 15 to 20 years old, you should be looking at them and thinking, all right. Could we do better now? Have they have they gone past their 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 expected life? 
Um, and then some of these houses that are that were built, we talked about 40 years ago plus, that still have the original windows, for sure uh, a new window is going to definitely you know, make, make, make things better. However, there's always that, that question where if the drip is coming from above and we get the phone call, my window's leaking, I need new windows. And that kind of scares me from a standpoint that a lot of our competition only do windows. So when we come out, we want to take a look and see, all right, well, we do roofing, we do siding, we do everything on the outside of the house. We do everything that's you know part of the envelope of the house that's protecting you. And we know that, all right, well, we can direct you, hopefully the right direction, to answer that, that problem of where's this water coming from, not one of these window-only companies who will just come in and say, yep, we'll replace the windows. And then all of a sudden you get that heavy rain or you get a rain and and your brand new windows are dripping and you're wondering, well, we just replaced these things. So a lot of times that water is coming, if it's dripping from from the top, that water is coming from above somewhere. It's either penetrating. It could be, if it's an ice dam issue, it could be backing up from the roof um, and then getting in and coming down the wall. Well, if there's no, if there's nothing in the way, that water will go right down to the foundation, which is not great, but you don't see it. Right. Um, but if it's coming down and it runs into something like a wall or a door, it's going to find its way to drip in. Um, usually through the casing and the and the frame, so those are things that we can point out. Those are things that we can troubleshoot and answer. And actually, when we come out to give an estimate, look at more than just what you called us for. We can actually look at the house. Sure, and I can say from experience, I spent lots of years looking at houses and problems, and they would call me when there's a leak. That's why I get called. Right. Oh, this leaks. So I got a brand new window and it leaks. And um, I actually got to the point where I would just talk to people on the phone and I'd say, you need to get somebody like Eric, uh, Siding Unlimited, and you need to start pulling the siding off Mm -hmm. and you need to look at the flashings. And it's not the window that's leaking the brand new window, it's how the window was installed and the flashing above the window. And so you got to start pulling siding off and look above and look at the window above the window to see what happened up there. And, uh, you know, with brand new windows, they're... They're not going to leak. It's that flashing and that air barrier and the excuse me, the water barrier on the outside that's got to keep the water out. Yeah, and, and, you, and you bring up a great point that I that I didn't touch on. That um, is, if it's a first floor window, look up and see if there's a window above. And if you see, like, if you have older windows, you know, all right, these things are, you know, forty, fifty years old. They're wood on the outside, and you see that that wood is rotting. Okay, well now that window could be the one leaking. And now getting behind the siding and then dripping down and coming in on the first floor window. So there is more to it than just, okay, I'm going to blame this particular window when, yeah, it could be anything above it. Yeah. And that's, I found that many times. And um, I actually got to the point where I would just give people advice on the phone. Like I said, I wouldn't even go out (laughs) and look at it. I just say, here's what you need to do. I don't rip siding off. And I don't do flashings, but I can tell you that is the problem. I mean, right. you need to get a good contractor out there and start pulling things apart. When, oh, I just had them installed and they're all brand new. Well, <laughs> they just kind of maybe inserted them into the old opening 
And it may have been leak, always leaking. I want right. to talk about that when we come back. The install of the window is so important. So when we come back, we're going to yeah. talk about what's the best way to do that and uh, what you should be looking for when you call a contractor for those new windows that you need to put in. Because it's an, it's an investment in your home when mm-hmm. you're looking at windows. So let's make sure we're doing it right. Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited on with us this hour. It is the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. From a leaky pipe finishing your basement. The Fix-It Show on 620 WTMJ. Good morning to you. Sunny, breezy, 55 for a high. You can always find the Fix-It Show podcast on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dayton Kane, and in for David Nason this week, Tom Faza. Thank you for being in studio with us, sir. We appreciate your presence. Everybody chiming in on the text line saying, hey, welcome back. Um, and Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited on with us as well. And we went into the break talking about windows and installing is just as important, if not more, than the window itself. There's so much involved in it. It's the whole. It's the whole house, and it and the whole house, the exterior of the whole house, all works really works together. Uh, you know, water starts dripping from the coming down as rain at the very top of the roof, runs down the house, can run down the wall, can run past the windows, run past doors. It all works together to keep the water out and making sure that um, that when water gets behind something um, one way or another, it's protected. Uh, there's a secondary barrier under the roofing, under the shingles. There's uh, a water barrier, a secondary barrier under siding. Uh, you have to have those because we know water is going to get around siding. And people don't want to understand, or people think, no, no, water can't get past our siding. No, water can. And every siding manufacturer, every siding product has in their installation instructions to include a water barrier behind it. So now when we go to win- install windows, sometimes our uh, one sometimes our biggest hurdle are some of these houses that were built in the 90s that don't have a water barrier or even prior to that that don't have a water barrier. Now we go through and we do our windows and we do our flashing um, and then if water gets past the siding, where is it going to go? You know, I mean, that's that's the troublesome part of it. So it's it is nice to to catch a homeowner that's willing to okay, you know what? If we're redoing your windows and you haven't done your siding yet, your siding's probably ready to go as well. Uh, everything kind of on a house is it almost seems like everything kind of fails at the same time. <laughs> so, so, so especially on the the exterior, um, just because of the wear and tear. So then, if if it's a perfect scenario, we do the siding and the windows together so that everything works. The flashings work together. The water barrier works together. The siding's put on. Uh, that's really going to give us our best protection. If that's not the case, well, then we have to go in and do the best we can to seal up around those windows, knowing water is going to get behind that siding and then drip around our what we're doing um, and just do the best we can to make it uh, last a long time. Yeah, and I always like to tell people all siding leaks, mm-hmm. and then they look at you funny, and I say, and brick leaks too, oh. all brick leaks. And the brick manufacturers, people for many, many years have had a process where there's an air gap behind the brick veneer, brick veneer I'm talking yep. about, and then there's a, a weather barrier. They've, that's been in place forever. With siding and houses, we kind of forgot to do that in the 70s and the 80s and right. sometimes in the 90s. And there was no weather barrier, water barrier behind the siding. Um, you know, builders were just... Cutting corners, saving a few bucks. Yeah. And our code in Wisconsin didn't require the weather barriers. Now, that's all fixed now. 
Um, every manufacturer now has details about how it should be installed and how you need a moisture weather barrier behind their products and proper flashing. But that wasn't true in the 70s and 80s. No, I, I, it blows my mind how, how so a lot of houses, so in the, in the 60s, 50s, going back, you used, you used planks. You used one, one by eights, nailed that up yeah. on the, and then put uh, tar paper on. And then in the 70s, they went to this composition board, or Tom, you always called on the air, beaver board, that, that uh, fibrous, just half-inch board that yeah. if, if water sees it, it's just going to crumble. Just deteriorates. Which blows my mind that, that people in the building industry saw that and thought, this is going to work great. Because it's, <laughs> it's, it, literally, you can drop, drop it in water, and in five minutes, it's going to crumble. It's going to be destroyed. Um, but that's on, all, on, on almost every house that was built in the 70s and then early 80s, um, even into the 80s. Then the 90s happened, and it was OSB, and then uh, Tyvek came out. DuPont came out with Tyvek, and then that was branded everywhere as the house wrap of choice. Um, but then, guys, it's like like Tom said, like you, guys, yeah. you forgot about it in the 70s and 80s, so they didn't know how to put it on. And so when water, they would cut it short of all the windows. Well, that's where the water, when the caulk failed, that's where the water penetrates, and it just goes right behind our the water barrier. So... It, it 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 became a mess between the seventies, eighties, and nineties. These houses, and they're still out there, um, and that's what we see when we tear off the siding and, and and the windows. So, getting that weather barrier behind the siding to work with the flashings and the windows is really a big a big deal. And then you run into competition today that we that just want to cut the nailing flange around the the window, slide a new window in and caulk it, and have no other protection. Once that clock breaks down. So, I mean, yeah. it's like, so then we're going right back to, you know, so we, we won't install windows that way, but gosh, it seems like almost all of our competition does. And uh, it's just not a, it's not a, it's not a efficient way for the long term. Get in touch with the guys that do it right. SidingUnlimited.com is the website. Eric Brown on with us this hour. We do need to go over to the WTMJ Breaking News Center and check in with Jack Growl. Good morning, Jack. Now, back to The Fix-It Show on 620 WTMJ. Thank you for joining us. Sunny, breezy 55 today. You can get in touch with us on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line at 855-616-1620. Tom Faisa filling in for David Nason this week. The original Mr. Fix-It for 30-some years. Everybody, of course, knows Tom. And Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited on as well. And uh, it's that time of year. You're sitting by the windows. (laughs) And what starts happening, people start freaking out. Yeah, condensation this time of year is always an issue with houses because they're not dried out yet. Yeah. And it takes a few weeks for them to dry out. And uh, people will often have, I had a little condensation when we had that little bit of snow and it dipped mm-hmm. in. I had some condensation on some of my Pella windows. Yeah. And I knew it's because my wife pulls the shades down tight <laughs> at night because she likes it dark, you know, in the morning. Yeah. And I don't do that. And, and, uh, Condensation will be an issue as it gets colder on on windows, even new windows, old windows, and it all is uh, kind of a balance between how much water your moisture, how much water is held in your home, and then it condenses on the windows, the coldest surface. So I used yeah. to tell people just uh, you get condensation, nuisance type condensation that occurs for the first two weeks of the heating season. Open your window a little bit, run your bath fan, open the fireplace damper flue ventilate your house and dry your house out a little bit makes all the difference and open yeah. the shades open the shades yeah. so open the heat it. so the heat gets to the windows 
So yeah, you you know I'm you know my house. I'm a contractor because I have zero shades on any of my windows. We have zero <laughs> window treatments. Like n- number one, I like the natural light. Um, I, I don't I don't like cleaning window treatments. <laughs> yeah. Uh, neither does Jenny, my wife. Um, but but we don't have like I like seeing the windows and I like seeing outside. And I like the natural light. But we have we have Pella Lifestyle three windows. So the where the rooms that I want to have blinds, I actually have the blinds between the glass in the bedrooms and, uh. and in the bathrooms. So I still don't have to clean the blinds, but they're there. Um, there in this industry, no salesperson, if they come into the house, no salesperson should be saying we can eliminate condensation done. Cause that's not the case. The, the fight that windows have, and, and, and we're trying to get windows to be more and more energy efficient and there's things that we can do to combat against the condensation, but condensation is a is a phenomenon that's beyond uh, beyond window technology right now. It just it's there's there's a level of moisture in that air and the surface, the cool surface of the wall, where that moisture condenses on that cool surface. Now a window. So if 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 you wanted the most energy efficient house around, you'd get rid of your windows and doors and just Drywall, right. wall insulation, studded out, done. You lose all your natural light. You can't escape the house because you don't have a door. But so we add the windows for natural light, and we add the doors for 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 escaping, for going in and out. Uh, and those are operating parts, and it's glass, so it's it's less energy efficient than the middle of your wall. Uh, so now they put the coatings, the low E coatings, the 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 argon gas. They do all of this stuff to make make it more energy efficient to warm the edge of that glass so that you don't get as much condensation. Even with that said, my lifestyle three windows, they're Pello lifestyle three windows. Um, they're triple pane. That's where the three comes in lifestyle three. So they're triple pane. I really don't see much condensation on my glass ever. Uh, in fact, I haven't yet, but I still can't say that it's going to eliminate condensation. It's just a matter of the, the moisture content in, in, in your house. Somebody that carries high level of humidity. They, I mean, there's people that'll have 60% humidity in their house um, because they just get dried out so fast. Well, those, those houses are, you're going to see condensation on any window that's around. Yeah. Um, well, you probably get away with, if you get away with no blinds, then your wife is really a nice person. No window blinds. <laughs> are you saying your and, wife is not nice, Tom? Most, yeah, well, <laughs> be careful know, how you phrase things. Oh, uh, you got to have some true window treatment somewhere. Um, <laughs> You can't beat Mother Nature. Mother Nature says there's something called a dew point. And if the temperature of the glass is below the dew point, you will get condensation. Yep. It will rain on your windows, period. So there's there's only two things you can do. Raise the temperature of the glass mm-hmm. inside. And you do that by going to a higher quality window and a higher quality glass. Yep. Or by eliminating window treatments. Or by blowing a fan on your window. If you've got a condensation problem with a big window someplace or a patio door just blow your fan on it just a little bit and it'll totally disappear because it'll raise the temperature of the glass the only other thing you can do is lower the amount of moisture in the air of your house and people don't like to think about that but you need to get the moisture down to and i'm usually saying about 30 percent yeah when you start getting above 30 percent in the dead of winter you get condensation on windows. Yeah, 30% is a good number. And then just know that when we really dip down to zero or below zero, really you want to be around 15%, 20%, which 
you know, then you're just going to see moisture because yeah. you just can't live that dry. You know, you just can't. You did your nasal. Especially when it happens for like a two week snap where it's well below zero. Right. Right. Your windows can't fight the battle that long. They can't keep up. But on, on something like that, eventually your house does dry out uh, because it's so dry outside that the house, it's the environment, it yeah, it, it does dry out um, because the only moisture you're 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 creating is either from you, your plants, or the faucet. You know, so um, so you're creating less moisture. Uh, there's less moisture in the air, uh, which um, which is why in the fall when you get rain for two straight weeks or you get a lot of moisture and then all of a sudden the temperature drops and it's, it's 25 degrees outside or, or even 15 degrees outside overnight. All that moisture is now, where does it go? It's going to condense. And it's, it's no different. We, we see condensation all the time. You go out and see the condensation on, on your car or on the grass, on the grass, on your siding. If you the, run your hand down the siding, right. on the siding, all that is is moisture in the air collecting on the cool surface of Whatever is outside, right? Um, so, so it's just that's happening inside for that short short amount of time, um, right? But and and uh, just living in a house, normal cooking, bathing, everything that a family plants, four animals, does, people. Yeah, it's two and a half quarts a day. Yeah, that's what it is. Two and a half quarts a day ends up in the air, just normal normal evaporation, and you don't always have enough uh, a way to get rid of that moisture. So. Sometimes just run the bath fans and crack open a window. In the dead of winter, well, it so, will dry out your house. So to that point, we'll, we'll have old windows in the house that are leaking like a, like a sieve, and then we put new ones in. They're like, well, we didn't have this issue before. Right. Well, that's because your old windows were leaking energy out along with the moisture. So it was pulling the moisture out, but also all your, your money on your energy savings. Was, I mean, there was no energy savings. It was gone. Uh, so you're you're losing it out the window. Now we made it tighter. So your furnace isn't going to work as much, but you do have to recreate that ventilation somewhere. Right. right. And, All right. and if you put new furnace in and vent it with two plastic pipes, that doesn't vent your house. Uh, you put new windows in, that tightens up your house. <laughs> Insulate your house, that tightens up your house. <laughs> yep. Insulate your attic, that tightens up your house. And you've got to manage that moisture in some way, some ventilation system. All right. We do need to take a break. It is the Fix-It Show. Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited on with us. Give us a call, 855-616-1620. That's the old National Bank talking text line if you have some questions. Thanks for listening to WTMJ this morning. This is the Fix-It Show on 620 WTMJ. It is indeed. Thanks for joining us. Tom Faza in for David Nason this week. Tom, thanks for coming in. And Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited and Outdoor Living Unlimited. We talked about condensation last break. This time of year, that starts happening. Like you said, wet fall weather, it gets really cold. Suddenly there's condensation on your windows. Don't freak out. It's kind of part of nature. There's ways to mitigate it. Work with people to, to open the little window, run some fans. But... We do have snow facing us. Snow yes. is coming, and now we're going to start getting ice dams, and then people will freak out about that, which sometimes there's a reason to be worried because you're getting water coming into your house. Yeah, uh, today's show is like the ultimate one-two punch. Like, we, <laughs> yeah, right, right. This time of year. And we run into it, yeah, this time of year all the time. Uh, the next one is, is ice dams. And, and, uh, and again, we, we live in Wisconsin, and there's things that we can fight ice dams with, uh, uh, but uh, but they they can happen and and uh, and it's really doing all the things that you need to do to reduce the chance of those that the ice building up um, 
really on the first row of shingles or the first couple of rows of shingles, that ice builds up. It could build up three, four, five inches, six inches. Well, now as water melts behind it, the snow melts faster than the ice that built up. The water behind the snow melts behind it, fills up behind the, behind the ice dam, uh, and works its way back underneath the shingles, and then penetrates the roof through nail holes or or cracks or crevices underneath the shingles. Um, there's a lot that we can do to unpack this and and to reduce the chance of that ice damming uh, even occurring. Um, kind of going backwards, but I, I always really want to let everybody know that once you get three or four or five, you know, three four inches of snow up in that roof, do get a, get a get a um, a roof rake, pull that off, allow that sun to keep that area melted and free and clear. The rest of it has to do with the house. And when we do a roof, um, we use a barrier. We use what's called an ice and water shield, ice and water barrier that goes up three to six feet, up nine feet, whatever whatever we need to protect that area of the house. Every house is different, so there's different measures to how much you need. Um, and we can do that. We can, we can when this, we see the house, we can say, yep, you know what? We need six feet on this house or in this area of ice and water shield. And it's just to protect when that ice and water, when that ice dam builds up and water backs up. Here is a, a a membrane underneath the shingle that's going to seal much better than the old methods of just using tar paper. And the stuff we use works works really well. It's a, it's a precaution against water getting into the house. It's, it doesn't mean that it, water can't eventually get in somehow, but it does a really nice job giving us that line of defense. And it doesn't stop ice damming. It stops water from the ice dam getting into the deck and into the house. It, it protects, it, yeah, it, it really does a nice job protecting the house from water penetrating right. as it backs up underneath the shingles. The next step gets into the attic insulation components that I'm going to throw to Tom because, yeah. He, well, we've talked about that a, a lot over the years. And the ice and water shield is a brand name. That's R.W. Grace Ice and Water Shield. Other manufacturers make equally good products. It actually seals around the nails. Mm-hmm. So the nails penetrate parts of the shingles, and they penetrate into the roof deck, and that's what holds the shingles on. And then underneath that assembly, you have this ice and water shield, which is a waterproof membrane, almost, right. almost waterproof right, membrane. Right, Works almost all the time. Um, but to prevent ice dams, what you need to do is prevent heat accumulation in the attic. Right. That's what you need to do. So you need the proper level of insulation, you know, which here is about a minimum of 12 inches. And then you need air sealing and you need ventilation. Uh, ventilation and insulation is done pretty well in Wisconsin. Uh, you need vents low on the roof and the overhangs. You need vents high on the roof, uh, about half low and half high. You need uh, one square foot of net free area for every 300 square foot of house area. <laughs> if you don't have a vapor barrier or for 150 square feet, and that's far too much details, but you need vents. <laughs> vents high, vents low, and insulation. And then you won't have ice dams. That's and, why. And, and, air, and air sealing, excuse me, air sealing. Yeah. And many times if you go up in an attic and crawl around a little bit, look at the masonry chimney and look at the insulation around the chimney, and there'll be a two-inch gap per code of the wood framing not touching the masonry chimney. And that's a sh- opening all the way to the basement, and that's a chimney around your chimney, and it sucks air up into the attic continuously. 
and that's hot, warm, moist air, and that can cause ice dams. And, you know, a good insulation contractor now seals that up with um, fireproof materials and caulks those areas all up, and right. it's called air sealing. Yeah. So you need insulation, air sealing, and ventilation in your attic. That's why I throw that to Tom. He's, yeah. he's a legend when it comes to that 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 type of stuff. But he's right. The, yeah. the, the air sealing – so we talk about the ice damming and all of that – you you literally if if you don't have the air sealing in your attic in the dead of winter on the coldest days you could actually go up into your attic and see frost on the underside of the decking because of the moisture because oh yeah the, the air sealing didn't happen i've even seen where the tips of the nails that are holding the shingles in you see the tips in the attic coming through and there'll be little snowballs on the tips because that's how it that's how it develops. That's the coldest spot. That's Again. the coldest spot. So that condensation it grabs onto that coldest spot. Well, right. it, it is condensation, yeah. and then it, and it freezes um, because now you're in the dead of winter, and that's what that's what's happening. So when you see that type of stuff in your attic, it's it's the, the air sealing is just as important as the attic insulation. The ventilation, when Tom says you need lower and upper, the lower is is the intake, and then the upper actually works as the exhaust. And so when they work together, they're pulling air through the attic and right out the top. Yeah. A couple other things we can do on the outside of the house that we'll talk about when we come back. It is the Fix It Show. Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited on with us. One final segment coming up on WTMJ. Hasselist.com. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. It's the Fix It Show, exclusively on 620 WTMJ. Sponsored by JB Construction and Siding Unlimited. Been a great hour with Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited. We talked through a lot of issues. Two quick things that we can do on the outside of the house once the roof's on. If we still have a nice dam, roof rake. Well, again, another pre- precautionary. So before we get to, so we don't have, so we don't get there, would be then if if it's a tough area that you just can't reach up and you just, it's a just a high area. Then, then the heating cables, the heating tape, the the cables that wind up just to and and make sure they're on, and then that's just going to create uh, an area for water to flow, and then reduce the chance of anything backing up into the okay. house. And then roof rake with the ones with the little wheels on it. Yeah, so you're not scraping the shingles yeah. every or, time. You go. Well, and, and even even so, like if you don't have the ones with the wheels on them, you don't have to get down to the shingle. You can leave a little bit of layer of the snow on there that'll that. melt sure. melt that okay. off. All right, Tom, thank you for being on the show. Hey. Eric, how do people get in touch with you? Uh, SidingUnlimited.com or call us 262-567-4513. Okay. And that uh, Monday, somebody will call back, right? Mon- we- yeah, if you call today or tomorrow. Showroom's open today. Showroom's open today until uh, noon, 665-Larry-Court. But uh, yeah, if you call in uh, or go online and put your put your information in, if you're looking for a free estimate, we'll get back to you Monday, Monday Tuesday. So, so we always do that. Awesome. Uh, no, this was fun. Uh, Tom, it was great seeing you uh, when you have... Three three uh, house geeks on the air. Uh, this <laughs> yeah. is probably one of the better shows that I've that I've been a part of. All right, great to see Eric, and always I always recommend Siding Unlimited. They do a fantastic job. Awesome. Thank you for your time this morning, Tom. We appreciate it. That does it for the Fix It Show. Coming up next, Rose Gray and the Fox World Travel Show on WTMJ. This has been the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.